You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, welcome to another interesting episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. <laughs> what was that? And I'm Rob. As always, very grateful to be here with you and thankful that you're spending a few minutes of your day with us. AskDroneU.com for your question so that we can uh, do our best to help you out. Definitely want to be able to help you out. So get those questions in. Today's question is kind of trying to figure out a workaround for starting cheap in mapping, especially when you have just a MacBook Pro. So I hope to make Mr. Matthew Schaefer uh, happy in answering this question. And uh, yeah. Hi guys, my name's Brandon from Colorado. I'm a drone use student and I love all the courses and insight you guys have. The podcast is great. I find it very knowledgeable, and I appreciate all your guys' info that you spread amongst the community. My question here is, I'm planning to start a drone business to do mapping. I'd like to do it for construction sites and uh, just try and get some recurring revenue streams going. But I'm curious, right now I currently have a MacBook Pro, which I know is not really the best computer for doing Pix4D Mapper. Eventually, I'd like to go that route and buy a, a desktop that is capable of running their software. But in the meantime, to get started, I was looking at some cloud-based options. I was looking at Pix4D Cloud, and it looks like you can do auto GCPs. And I just wasn't sure if you could do manual GCPs also, and if you could put in manual type points. I've done your mapping course, and it looks like that is how you get accurate maps just not sure if that's available in the cloud version here. Wasn't sure if you guys had any insight. I was also looking at Drone Deploy as well, just trying to compare apples to apples here. I know you guys speak poorly of Drone Deploy in the past, so I'm just kind of curious what your insight is here. Any knowledge or insight would be appreciated. Um, and then I have one last question here. What would be a good, I guess, resource to get my GCP points. Trying to start out, I don't have a ton of money to spend. Um, I don't know if there's like a GPS unit I should use. I know you've talked about the Leica, I think is what you've talked about in the past. I know the arrow points are an option, but those are pretty pricey to start out right out the gate. Could you give any insight onto a good tool to use to actually log my GCP points? Thank you guys. I appreciate all your guys' knowledge and thank you, DroneU and I'm looking forward to hearing your answers here. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Really do appreciate your time and your question. Uh, you got a lot going on there, which is great. You're uh, really thinking through how to get this mapping business off the ground, which is awesome. No pun intended. I guess that's not a pun. It's play pun on words. intended. Intended. No, 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 no. It was not intended. In any case... All my puns are intended, but hey, who am I? Let, wow. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think people just like... It's only like the English wonks that are like, oh, you need an Oxford comma. I'm like, come here, let me give you an Oxford comma. <laughs> Sorry. Man, Paul is on a, a rampage today. 
I don't know what's going on. It's the whole remote ID thing. It's got uh, you all riled up. Yeah, it did. It sure did. Dang. This is me riled up now. Woo! Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway. All right, yeah, okay. Anyway, help, anyway. let's help a brother out, Mr. Brandon Hess. Okay, so Pix4D Cloud. Um, If they are still giving clients Pix4D desktop to upload to the cloud, which I don't know if they're doing anymore, um, then he could still have a fantastic means of geo-referencing his maps from Pix4D desktop to the cloud. So here's here's the thing with, with Pix4D Cloud, how it works. Typically, at least the old workflow, was that you would set up a project on your desktop. You would throw all the images in a folder on your desktop, and you would pretty much set up your processing options, which steps you were going to run, and then throw it up to the cloud. Now, typically, the way that we would teach students to do it is that if you were throwing up any large-scale projects to the cloud, that you would want to run step one uh, on your computer and then mark your GCPs, re-optimize, and then send the project up to the cloud for processing after that. So you would set it up to essentially run step two and step three. Now, if Pix4D is still giving users the ability to do that, then the cloud option might be good. Open drone map, seemingly getting better and better, uh, which is free to use. Now that said, typically when you're doing anything cloud-based, your ability and means of georeferencing decreases. Um, so I haven't had a chance to uh, retry drone deploy. I mean, I go through it in every mapping class now. But the last time I did georeferencing in drone deploy, we weren't able to zoom in beyond, I think it was like 50% of the image. So we weren't actually mm. able to zoom all the way in to pixel level to be able to mark those GCPs. Now, for some of you who are not familiar with georeferencing, you're like, oh, that's not a big problem. I can still see the point. I can still mark it. Well, if you, let's say that you are working for a surveying company and the surveyor was actually doing his job and looking up how these points were marked to see just how accurate the georeferencing is. And now with ASPRS updating their standards to include projection error, which I'm very grateful for, they would quickly realize that in the way that all cloud processors mark GCPs would not actually meet the standards of a reprojection error rate, meaning that the repro excuse me, the projection error is below the accepted amount. Uh, that's what happens when you can't zoom in all the way. And that's also what happens when you don't mark uh, your images in like, like uh, essentially changing a tire like we talk about in class so that you have a circular uh, representation of photos that are marked around a given GCP. That way you don't have an ellipsoid error that looks all funky and is actually uh, introducing error into the map itself. Whew, that's Man. that said. I'm tired. I am too. Uh, that, I need another coffee. Uh, that said, I'm going to get one. <laughs> that said, I'll be right back. Uh, okay, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> if he does have a MacBook, he can run Parallels, which essentially splits up the hard drive. You can run Windows on a MacBook. Um, and he should be able to run Pix40 that way. The only potential issue that I see happening. And I, and I would actually have to ask Matt if he's run into this issue. But when you are uploading from Pix4D desktop to the cloud, 
are you actually able to upload the photos to Pix4D Cloud? Because the cloud is so finicky about this that you've got to have all the photos organized exactly how they're uploaded into Pix4D. And you've got to have those photos in its own folder, no subfolders, on your desktop. And then it rips the photos from there up to the cloud. So by going into Parallels, uh, I forget, or, or is it Bootcamp is the other way of doing it? I would just wonder if there are any issues with uh, the cloud reading uh, Windows correctly or incorrectly uh, when running from Bootcamp or Parallels, just because I could see that being an issue. Hmm. I don't know if it's an issue. It's probably not an issue. Theoretically, it wouldn't be because it's operating as Windows. Correct. You still do it on desktop. Should yeah. be good. But yeah, Agreed. But. Yeah, agreed. Now, that said, uh, Drone Deploy, I will say, man, they have, really, they have really done a lot of work for increasing the overall accuracy on ortho mosaics. Um, and I would say drone deploy is still a fantastic option for any 2D deliverables. Let me say that one more time, 2D only. As we had recently prove, proven that when we upload multiple uh, acquisition uh, plans into drone deploy, there's no way to merge those plans together or those acquisition data sets together. And so, and I, fi I finally proved this by going into the point cloud of one of our projects and mm. then literally cycling through the point cloud to see that, oh shit, there are really two layers of road. Damn it. And there was no way to merge those together with MTPs or GCPs. Mm. So uh, when it comes to 2D stuff, Look, Drone Deploy is awesome. They've focused on that, and they've done a fantastic job. Their georeferencing seems to work for most clients. Uh, I'm not sure if it's survey-worthy, but I'm also not a surveyor, so uh, I could not tell you what the most ripe industry for disruption would say about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that said... Um, I, I will say that, you know, when it comes to surveying, typically you want the highest standards to ensure the overall georeferencing, which my logical brain says continue to use PIX4D because it is there. There's also PIX4D survey mm -hmm. now, which really focuses on adding planimetrics and really uh, reducing the overall workflow. And look, drone deploy is awesome. One of the things I think you got to be careful of uh, with drone deploy is make sure that you save every deliverable that you get off of drone deploy, because if you stop paying for your plan, they disappear. Here. Uh, and so that's something mm. that I think is important. Again, I think Drone Deploy is a fantastic solution for a lot of different industries out there that are just doing 2D work. And I mean, the race to the bottom is officially started because if you look at Drone Deploy's pricing for just ortho mosaics, um, it's pretty low. But then you look at Pix4D React and it's even lower. Now, yeah. a lot of people don't understand the difference between. Uh, drone deploys simple user profile and Pix4D React. Pix4D React only works with a single grid flight plan and a nadir camera position, okay? Hmm. You can throw oblique images in there, but you're not going to get straight lines on your roofs and whatnot. Because okay? the point is speed, right? The point is speed, yes. And so they don't want all that other crap in there. It messes that, with the speed. That is also correct. That said... In drone deploy, you can use a double grid. Now, why would you want a double grid over a single grid? We've said this in class a thousand times, and I know over 3,000 people have watched it, but it's to get better facade detail. It's to have a better ideology of what's actually going on on the sides of buildings. Also, I figured out something about PIX4D after running a bunch of tests. For a while here, I was saying, like, what the hell is going on with PIX4D's new Step 1 engine? Because it's producing so few, so much fewer points than uh, than it used to do. And the answer is 
and I'm gaining this answer not from Pix4D telling me what's up, but from just trial and tests, which is these newer drones like the Mavic 2 Enterprise Dual Advance. It's a 48 megapixel sensor, mm -hmm. but it's a smaller sensor than a Phantom 4 Pro. Well, because of all the pixel doubling that they're doing, Pix4D is essentially saying, mm, we don't need that many points, so we're going to, you know, we're going to use uh, scale and reduce this down to, you know, uh, what is it called when you're in rapid low res and you take four points and you turn it into one, hmm. uh, essentially. Well, on a 48 megapixel sensor, that still leaves you with a solid uh, solid amount of points. But on a, F a Phantom 4 Pro, it doesn't. So mm. <laughs> and you can't stop it from doing that? No, I can't. That's in the algorithm, yeah. Maybe what I should do is throw all my images into Photoshop, pixel double, output. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good hack, well, potentially. I found an even better hack. I finally found a way around capture reality. What do you mean a way around it? Why are we wanting to get around uh, it? What well, do you mean? What I, do you mean? Capture Reality makes by far the best uh, lifelike models on the planet. Okay. But the means in which that you get to that is seemingly more and more and more and more complex. Like recently, they came out with a, a, a new firmware where you literally got four freaking windows open up trying to work on one damn project. <laughs> yes, it's a cluster. And so anyway, Pix4D is true to the rules of photogrammetry. It's like, it, look, if you do X, Y, and Z, no matter what, you're going to get a product. And so it makes it a lot easier to combine uh, really complex flight plans. Okay. So mm. I wish that I had this ability to use Pix4D's point cloud engine and then push it over to capture reality to do a 3D textured mesh. But you don't. But I don't. But now there's a solution and it's surely good. <laughs> uh, I think there's some code in that and I didn't uh, there, catch what it is. There surely. Is, it, it's, it's, that's sure right, Rob. It's <laughs> surely good. Do you guys get what we're talking no, about? No, no, I think it's going to have to come out in the new mapping class because I do want to, as you know, one of the things I want to do this year is a new complex uh, 3D modeling course that focuses just on 3D deliverables. Yeah. Because so many more people are getting into it with construction, with the movie business. Yeah. Um, you know, there, I mean, Parker has his own damn business now where that's all he does and I'm happy for him. So, I, I, well, and yeah, I've seen some of the stuff he does, but he'll, he's one of those guys that's willing to sit there in front of the computer for ever hours. Good for because him. Because you have, no, no, no. Good it's for it's, him, it's, it's not, not my a, personality type. <laughs> no, it's a, it's not a dig. It's a, <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just clarifying that for everyone on radio. So they, it's clarified that it's not a dig because no, 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 Parker no, no. has the skill, man. He's got the skills to pay the bills. He really does. He does. And I know he wanted to work with us on a business, but uh, I think it didn't work out because we just don't have any time to give outside of DroneU. I mean, we are fully vested in DroneU. Um, but that said, I think that there is a huge business for 3D models. Uh, yeah. You know, film, we've got uh, construction. We've also got living in this remote COVID world. There's so much value and use for it, you know. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we even have requests all the time for like, hey, give us interactive 3D modeling as a part of real estate course. I'm like, well, you could just take the inter interactive. Okay. So yeah. anyway, um, but that said, uh, there's there's a brand new engine that works alongside Pix4D that does nothing but 3D textured meshes, 3D textured meshes, plural, uh, and uh, it's extremely exciting. So in this new class, I don't know, we've got to, we're redoing the 107 to really be robust. 
Uh, but after that, I'm getting into complex 3D models. And um, I'm very, very, very excited about that. Hopefully, we'll get it done in time for the experience class, which I know a lot of you have been emailing me on Instagram. Hey, where do I get the information on the experience course coming up? I really want to go. Uh, the page is not up on the website yet. It will be here very shortly. By the time you hear this show, it will probably be up there. Yeah. So remember, there are only eight seats for the experience training. But remember, there is another class kind of tacked on to that, which more people can attend. This is creating scalable, autonomous systems in your business. So just to clarify, no, this is not like the drone bosses. Here's your templated marketing materials, and here's your templated icons, and here's your templated web stuff. No, no, no. This is actually how to produce autonomous algorithms on your website through a specific system that scales every aspect of your business except going out and flying. So it allows you to take more time to fly. It allows you to take more time to onboard clients so that you can create a truly scalable business. I have to say, Kara, who's one of our newest instructors, she's now doing another class for us that we actually are traveling to Colorado this next week to film. And guys, this course is just absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, I feel like anyone else in the industry would sell this class for $10,000. Um, and I've never seen a class like this, even at the university level, where they're like, hey, here's how to take your business and autonomize the whole thing other than actually doing the work of flying your drone. Because if they had this at the university level, they would charge a hundred grand for it. Um, I mean, it, think about this. Kara broke her back mid-pandemic and her sales didn't slumber at all, literally. Emails still went out, clients were still serviced. She was actually making upsells. And you know how? She did nothing, because it was already set up. Anyway, I rest my case. This is gonna be one course you absolutely do not wanna miss. That's if you wanna be successful, uh, because it makes it so easy. If you're like me, and you love to fly, but you're a little bit lazy behind the computer, this is like a dream come true. <laughs> that is all I'm going to say. So anyway, uh, I hope that helps. Uh, make sure to check out the experience class. And for you, sir, getting started in mapping uh, the cloud, to recap, the cloud-based software with Pix40, as long as you can get the desktop app, run it in parallels, set up your project to run step one, geo-reference it yourself. You got to zoom in all the way. The trigonometry calculations actually factor in for how much you zoom. That is uh, produced in what we call the projection error. Um, so you want to make sure you do that on the desktop. Then you can process step two uh, and step three in the cloud. I will say Drone Deploy does a very good job at 2D deliverables and they do a very good job at georeferencing. Never ever use, and I don't care what platform it's on, automatic uh, tie points or automatic, not automatic tie points, automatic uh, GCP marking. Never, ever, 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 ever use that no matter the platform. To that point, he asked about Leica. What about Leica? If that's what he should use to get. Oh, get GCP points? GCP points, yeah. I don't know. Those new uh, those new arrow points are pretty, pretty, pretty Well, nice. but again, they, they cost more too. Mm, so we're talking about, a, you know, kind of trying to do something here on a little bit of a budget. I would say check out the podcast where we talk about the differentiation between RTK and PPK because it really depends, Rob. And uh, I wish I honestly heard that answer on mainstream media more and more 
because the oversimplification of things are ruining our society. So the answer is it depends. It depends on if you have cell service. It depends on if you're a rural or urban area. It depends. It depends on the size of the map. So it depends. Um, honestly, uh, arrow points, the reach RS two is a great solution. They're both cheap HTC three great solution as well. Um, and uh, I would say check out that other show because we don't have enough time to go over all that information yeah. right now. Well, no need. It's already in a show. That's right. Anyway, on that bombshell, which was not a bombshell, which I don't care if it was a bombshell, that's going to do it for us today. My <laughs> name said is Paul. bombshell three times. I'm Rob. <laughs> Rules of three, it's a bombshell. <laughs> we believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.